Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid Ahmed. In this episode, I'll be talking about our beehives, Alexandria and Saskatras. Alexandria is about 82 days old and Saskatras is 38 days old. So I've had Alexandria the longest, of course, first hive, and Saskatras came in second. So since my first and second inspection of um, Saskatras, I have not seen a lot of population increase. Sure, the hive was uh, put into production around June 2nd and um, the bees have been going out getting nectar and pollen but since it's also summer there's a lot of lacking in the resources available I did feed them uh, around the second week I fed them one and almost two jars two quarts of sugar water but since I have not inspected them in the past three weeks, um, they have not been doing a lot of production of the hives. They are doing okay. I did see a lot of brood in that hive. Now we did an inspection last Saturday in the afternoon. We were able to go through the hives and see how they were going how they how they were doing Alexandria has at least five frames of capped honey and this is not sugar water because they normally don't uh, store sugar water and um, they use sugar water more as a nectar and an immediate source of food whereas honey you could totally tell uh, capped honey from non honey storage so four frames of capped honey which equates to somewhere around 15 to 20 pounds of course if I wanted to I'm easily able to harvest this honey but since this is the first year for the hive I'm going to leave the honey for them to use for the winter stores what we did do uh, my mentor, my beekeeper mentor, came over on Saturday and we went through the hives and did the inspection. Went through all of the hives. Uh, we also placed some Swiffer pads to help um, capture some hive beetles because this is the time they, that you will see a lot, a lot of hive beetles. Uh, I did notice there were a few hive beetles in the Alexandria hive. Uh, Saskatraz had no sign of them, maybe because there's not a lot of food in either one of them. Uh, we also need to do a Varroa mite test. I have not had a chance to do any of that, and since it's uh, close to summer, uh, midsummer, it's a good time to do a Varroa mite test. Um, need to buy some alcohol, just store bought. Um, alcohol wash to do the test and we'll see 
how many mites there are, and then can you even also do some treatment, and then check check again in a few weeks. So what we did we did do since the Saskatraz is not doing that great, it's a weaker hive. We decided to do a balance. We balanced out the two hives. We took two hive two um, frames full of nectar from the Alexandria hive and placed it into the Saskatraz and we also gave them one frame of brood that's about 3,000 bees when they come to hatch and another frame of um, nurse bees so they can tend to the the new bees uh, or the new um, eggs that might be laid then we added uh, additional blank frames in both hives to make sure there's no empty space so that's what we did this past week weekend and uh, today I'm going to make some more sugar water and feed them because now that we've made all these adjustments they need immediate food so they can go in there and make changes they can go in there and um, feed the young as well as build out the frames that we just uh, added so gonna make about a gallon and a half of one-to-one -one sugar mix I will not be adding any brood booster in this because I want them to actually use this fuel to build the the wax and draw out the frames uh, brood booster is great in the springtime to help them create more brood essentially so that's the update on the beehives I am very tempted to harvest that honey uh, there's there's some dark honey in there there's some light honey in there there's different shades and it's it's a messy process to extract the honey just that you have to have the right equipment uh, you gotta cut off the capped wax and then uh, put these frames into centrifuge which then you have to rotate the high the frames and eventually you're presented with lots of delicious honey pouring out the one thing that I do know is that I will be mixing my dark honey with the light honey getting a um, more mild colored honey so that's one of the, the other reason I do not want to harvest it this year next year I will be putting up flow hives on top that way I can grab dark honey in its own jar my light honey in its own jar and I've seen videos of other people that have harvested honey from the flow hives this year and how easy and how um, non-destructive it is for the bees of course I will need to purchase the flow hive box which I would have gotten a really sweet deal if I had um, used the coupon code they had sent out with 
10% discount on these hives. I could have gotten away with a seven frame, seven flow hive frames and a box for around $380. Um, I believe that included shipping. But now that I look at it, it's about $525. So I would have saved I would have saved easily 180 some dollars. Anyways, that's what it is. Uh, you got to look at where to spend the money, um, where the funds are coming from, etc. Other priorities, etc. So, yeah, that's the update on the hives. Let's see, what else can we talk about? Oh yes, this Monday we also had a club meeting. And at the club meeting we basically went over summer management and what we should be doing. And some of the things that I mentioned earlier, like making sure the hive beetle population is low, making sure you're doing... Um, some varroa mite testing and getting ready for summer or getting ready for fall putting in those um, screens so a screen you put in on the hive entrance is to enable uh, or disable robbing because if you have a lot of hives you might have bees from other colonies coming in and trying to rob that honey, trying to rob that nectar. So having a screen in front of the hive entrance definitely helps. Now I, I had asked my mentor if I should remove the uh, the entrance reducer since it is set to summer setting. Um, some beekeepers remove it completely so they have a much larger entrance and I believe that is required to do when when people are doing um, some my testing and whatnot so in the club meeting we talked about summer management and getting ready for fall make sure you're still feeding your bees because of the summer drought and the lack of pollen available although some beekeepers mentioned that they're still seeing a lot of the bees going out and bringing pollen back and it could be from grocery stores putting out flowers to, for sale and it could be that it could be that that is their source the other special important thing that was mentioned was to have immediate water source available uh, within 50 feet of the hives. Now I had to get rid of my little tub and I believe this would be a good time to have the tub or the little kiddie pool back in business. Um, I know it was place for mosquito breeding but I do not know where the bees are getting water from 
because the two sources of water that I have provided for them, they are not taking water from there. I do know there is a water outlet, uh, a county uh, water sewage pipe close by. It could be that they are getting water from there, but with this heat and weather, I'm not sure where they're getting from. Uh, there is a swimming pool in a neighbor's yard across the street. I do not know if they are going there to get the water. Uh, it would be very sad to know that they are, since that house, since that house just went on sale, um, I'm sorry, just went on contract. Uh, we have not seen the new tenants yet, the new owners yet, but I'm sure we'll see them sometime soon. Anyhow, so yes, some of the things to look, uh, look for. Uh, make sure that um, they have plenty of water, they have plenty of food. Um, same thing, I guess, throughout the, the springtime. Uh, the other recommendation was fall preparation is that you have plenty, uh, you get food ready and you have the proper places. One thing, lots of one things, I uh, don't have a list on me right now, but um, for our club, uh, Fairfax Beekeepers Club, we also have a library of books. So one of the books that I picked up was about good bugs. Good bugs for your garden. There are bugs that will eat other bugs, essentially. Uh, like the tiny aphids, they're eaten by some different beetles. So I'll be taking a look at that book and see what I can do to bring bugs or have bugs in my garden that will eat other bugs that might destroy the fruits and vegetables that I'm trying to grow in my backyard. So just an, another update. Again, thanks for listening. Hope uh, you're enjoying uh, some of the beekeeping knowledge and biking knowledge that I've been dispersing. Uh, I'll be doing another episode with my second bike ride, which happened on 4th of July. Of course, 4th of July was last week, but it takes some time to edit, and I will be getting that together and putting it up on the podcast. Again, thanks for listening. Till the next time.